This is Cantonese After Dark, Chapter 4, Open Sesame. As I got a little older, I did what any teenager would do. I got a job so I can get out of the house for a while. I didn't work in Chinatown, but I worked a few blocks away on the Little Italy side. But we catered to the New York Chinese community. I worked in a warehouse that was a restaurant supplier, and I worked in a Chinese restaurant for three years. I wore a lot of hats. I was a waiter, a busboy, a dishwasher. We had a few cats in the warehouse to keep the rodents away. So I used to feed the cats, change their water. I ran deliveries. I worked a deep fryer. I made soups. In those three years, I've witnessed a lot of hygienically challenging moments. I'm going to do a countdown. Six things in a Chinese restaurant you've always suspected was happening, but were in total denial of. I'll start with the healthiest code violations first, and then we'll work our way down. Number six, most hygienically challenging moment. When customers would leave leftover rice, we would just toss it back into the rice cooker. That was an easy one. Anybody could have guessed that one. It's practically an industry standard now. Number five, most hygienically challenging moments. One of the takeout restaurants we used to deliver to, they ran out of napkins. So they began giving out toilet paper to all their customers. I say there's nothing more appetizing than using one ply toilet tissue to wipe your mouth with. And I hope it was a fresh roll and not taken from the bathroom dispenser. Number four most hygienically challenging moments. If you requested no salt, no sugar, no MSG in your order, and it wasn't done, don't ask the cook to make you a new one. Cause Sifu will spit in your food. Or worse, if you gave him attitude, he'll close one nostril with his thumb and blow a snot right onto your plate. Number three, most hygienically challenging moment. Our secret recipe for really yummy egg rolls is we never change the oil in the deep fryer. It would be so black. You need to feel around with tongs just to find the egg rolls. We cleaned out that fryer once and found the skull of a very small animal once. Number two, most hygienically challenging moment. Hot and sour soup today is very basic. A lot less ingredients goes into it than it used to. Back in the day, hot and sour soup used to have like a bunch of stuff in it, like pork strips, chili peppers, black fungus, bamboo shoots, 
mushrooms, eggs, tofu, you get it. The downside to that was it made it a lot harder for me to spot the roaches floating around. I'm no Dr. Doolittle, but I think the white pepper used to knock them out and they'd fall right into the soup. Hey, it's not an excuse. I'm just saying it's an act of God. Okay, the number one most hygienically challenging moment. So the number one worst health violation I've ever witnessed. I was working in a warehouse at the time and I used to have a coworker named Ming. To describe to you what Ming was like, he wore Kung Fu slippers, but they were beat up. They had holes in them. You could see his big toe. To put it another way, when Ming clipped his toenails, he didn't need to take his shoes off. Now you have a picture in your mind of what Ming was like. So one morning, Ming tells me to go bag up 10 pounds of sesame seed. We used to keep the sesame seed in these really big container drums. So I went over and as usual, people always forget to close the lids on these drums. I grab a scooper and I look down into the drum and right away, it doesn't look right to me. There's something buried in the sesame seeds. At first glance, it looked like lap chang, the Chinese sausage. So I'm just standing there, staring into this drum. Ming's in a rush. We're always on a tight schedule. He comes over to me all pissed off, and I'm trying to explain to him the situation. He pushes me out of the way before I can even say anything and grabs a scooper. Apparently, the cats in the warehouse, they were using the sesame seed as a litter box. But Ming, Ming doesn't miss a beat. He just starts scooping out all the chunky sesame, takes it and tosses it all behind some boxes. Then he starts digging around for some of that virgin sesame. He's looking a little nervous. I called it virgin sesame because most of that sesame was already fucked. I'd say it was mostly virgin sesame, what we were able to bag up. And Ming didn't even bother to weigh it or put it on a scale. Instead, he just gave me the hand signal for peace, like he was getting his picture taken. It was his moment to shine. He masterfully turned what could have been a real disaster into a victory. Ming then motions to me that we gotta get out of here. So we rushed out of there like we were Batman and Robin. Ming had a profound effect on me. What he taught me back then, it still influences me now. To give you an example of Ming's influence on me, to this very day, I have never ordered sesame chicken in a restaurant since. This is the end of chapter four.